You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome to a special bonus episode of the JCN Clinic podcast, as promised. We're going to be keeping it short and sweet today, but we wanted to drop a little sneaky, as we promised on the socials in the last... As you promised. I promised and tagged Carissa (laughs) and said, by the way... We're doing this. (laughs) Yeah, this is what's happening tomorrow. (laughs) We want to talk about boosting your immunity in regards to the current um, coronavirus and a lot of the the fears that are around the virus at the moment. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in that space and we Heaps. want to come at it more from a nutritional standpoint, looking after yourself and talk a bit about some of the questions you guys have asked yeah. pertaining to maybe people who need to think a little bit more about where they're at immune-wise and, and what you can do. Um, and hopefully you'll feel calmed by this podcast we don't want to play into any like hype or getting you over um worried it's actually more so to help ease all of that and hopefully make you realize i am doing everything i need to do yeah and i'm probably doing everything that i possibly can be doing i think we're not going to go too much into the virus side of it itself but i just think like if people can just not, I'm not saying take a chill pill because I know it's a, a scary thing that there's a, a, there's a virus and it's now on our shores and it is something that we, you know, we really don't know a lot about. Um, but I think there's to kind of like put it into a little bit into perspective, it is here now and there's actually not a lot we can do just as the general public about it spreading. Mm. Um, so rather than spend a lot of time being stressed about potentially getting it, I think maybe we should be trying to put our energy into trying to just do the best we can. So Mm -hmm. should we encounter this virus as individuals, we've got ourselves as up to scratch as we possibly can be Mm. to kind of fight it from an immunological perspective. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Because a lot of... A lot of it at the moment is based more on trying to like um, contain and which we is know not that, up to us. Hey, no. like that's what the yeah. CDC are for. That's what yeah. that's what our you know that's that's what all the big guns up there are for. Is yeah, that's their job. It's not our job to contain a virus and mm. all of that. So I think all we can do as individuals, and it's it's gonna spread. I yeah. don't want to be the <laughs> don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but like yeah. it is a virus. Viruses by nature do spread, and they spread quickly. So I think the next couple of months are going to be a big couple of months for the country. Yeah. Um, but in saying that too, it is a virus. We've encountered a lot of viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, our flu viral strain mutates every year, so we potentially do deal with a couple of new mm-hmm. viral strains every year. Um, and they they are deadly for some people, but mm-hmm. they're also not for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The majority. Um, the majority mm-hmm. of people, they're not. Um, so, yeah, so I guess that's probably just me trying to put it into perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like to <laughs> very PC. <laughs> For me. <laughs> yes. So But I I I do love what you just said there about, you know, there's this containment 
that's happening at the moment as much as possible. But yeah. we're kind of we are moving quickly beyond that, and there's a lot of workspaces that we're seeing mm-hmm. even here in Brisbane yeah. where places are shutting down for a certain amount of weeks. But there's a point where life just needs to go on, and um, I think it's really important that people feel like they've got just the the right tools in yeah. the toolbox and know that they're doing everything they can similar as you said, too, to other years where we have some pretty horrendous viral strains um, strains coming through, particularly, of course, influenza-based. Yeah. um, And and how we can combat that, too. So we want to talk a bit about definitely the overalls as far as boosting immunity. And we have talked about this in other podcasts, but I think there's more of a light here, too, on people who may be a little bit more compromised in the immune space. And we did get questions about this when we said we'd do this podcast. Um, And it's a really valid question. Totally valid question. Um, Really interesting, actually, some of the questions that were coming through. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess perhaps if we highlight some of those conditions or maybe some of those situations where people might be a little bit more compromised... Mm-hmm. Um, outside which, the obvious yeah <laughs> it's actually yeah besides what we're seeing in the media as far as like the elderly yeah um, elderly young young children yeah. elderly like yeah I do I do think there's probably a bit of a like I've had a lot of mums ask me questions about yeah. their kids and especially like kids that you know are in that age space where they are already just walking little immune bugs yeah. like the poor little thing so yeah. I totally get that there's um there's probably like there would be a lot of fear in that space for mm. like parents not mm. knowing because I think as adults we can definitely take really good care yeah. of ourselves. But um, you know, when you've got young children that are already sick and there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of upper respiratory viruses going around at yeah. the moment, period. Mm. Let alone dumping a new one on the shores. Yeah. So <laughs> So like I get that there's probably there is a lot and probably a reason to have a bit of fear in that space as a parent. But I think like again, like what we'll get into with diet and nutrients mm. and all of that, like you all whatever applies to us as adults applies to kids as well. Like you yeah. can do this do a lot of the same stuff for them. Yeah. So and kids are pretty robust. Yeah, hey. kids are they, like they get nails, don't they, with all of these different yeah, viruses it's usually the and parents bacteria. that struggle more. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they're yeah. pretty bloody resilient. I think I think realistically it's more as the media is talking about, it's more the elderly. Yeah. Um so Obviously, there's a space of people who are a bit more immune compromised, and that's a bit of a sweeping term that I kind of find hard to define because we see it in clinic all the time, and it could be just due to uh, a poor history of diet where they're very, or you are very, very depleted. It could be related to a history even from an eating disorder background where people are really immune compromised. It could be people who already know that they get sick all the time and that they they're continuously having checkups on their bloods they know they have i mean realistically let's think about how this might present it's probably someone with a lower white blood cell count in general they tend to sort of sit on that more inverted commas immune fatigue i like to think of it spectrum neutropenia and all those sorts of things yeah yeah so um and then and of course there's the more extreme conditions of things like cancers and so forth too but do you know what i mean it's kind of like a can of worms when you talk about what's a different definition of immune compromised yeah um but i think the other thing that came up in some questions was around the gut health space which is really pertinent to what we do so uh, people who are um, compromised within their gut they know they're having multiple issues as far as particularly gut permeability or just increased reactivity 
um, they're already really run down and fatigued and there's a lot of issues that are gut based. Um, we've certainly had questions about, okay, am I at more of a risk or what, or what can I do? And I think the bottom line is that if you fall into that sort of spectrum of, of being a little bit more, um, again, inverted commas, immune compromised, um, it's actually just, yes, you, you probably do need to do mm. um, a little bit more and be more aware, but it's actually just being across all the things we're going to talk about more yeah. so and not being as complacent and maybe some of the things that we're going to talk about that are a little bit extra things that you can add in yep. or extra things that you might want to talk to your GP about if you can get to see a GP considering, you know, that's it. <laughs> There's just probably some of those things that might be like, well, I'll do that. Whereas the lay person might be just like, yeah, I'm kind of doing those things already. So I'm pretty good. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. You and I think it's just too, like just being aware, like, and I've, like I've had a couple of clients ask me about this with different varying health conditions, some with mm. gut health, some with adrenal fatigue, like all those sorts of things. And just like how concerned they need to be. And yeah. I think um, like I think my, my standard answer is like, yes, if you pick up this virus, yeah. it's, it is probably going to knock you. Yeah. And it's probably going to knock you a little bit more than, yeah, just a lady person who probably has their gut health in check or doesn't mm. have an autoimmune condition. Uh-huh. But I would like to think that, you know, we could be quite confident in saying that you will bounce back from uh-huh. it. It just may take a bit longer, as it would if you picked up a strain of the influenza yeah. virus or something like that. But still, like you probably, if you do kind of, fall into any of those spaces yeah you just you need to be a little bit more diligent at the moment Mm. and you do need to be like you know not just kind of put your head in the sand and be like oh well hopefully hopefully I'll get through this you know there are so many different things from diet and exercise which we'll cover and you know making sure your nutrients nutritional intakes Mm. on track that you can do to really pimp up yourself so you've got the best fighting chance I guess Mm -hmm. and I even just know myself like I wouldn't say for example like I've got many like major gut concerns like my gut health's pretty good my energy is pretty good but I know just myself when I pick up a a, a virus that mm. is you know upper respiratory or anything like that like I know myself I get a post-viral lag from yeah, it in terms of sure. fatigue so it's probably just knowing too like how you've responded in the past to other viruses mm-hmm. that are you know like flu-like in nature or you know um, bronchial or respiratory in nature any of those sorts of things and just even having a think about that and if you know you're the type of person that has potentially been knocked by these types of viruses in the past again mm. you're probably that person that wants to be a little bit more on to mm. boosting yourself up in preparation for this yeah or when it does hit, because it's probably more likely than yeah, not, yeah. Um, the things that you can do whilst yeah. dealing with the virus as far again as you would with influenza. Yeah, exactly. So I think the first thing for us to talk about, which we always um, want to highlight straight up, is the, the foundations of having a healthy diet. And I know it probably seems just so like, yeah, of course, mm. but... I tell you what, if there was ever a time to be eating well and cutting the shit, oh my god, <laughs> and up, just cut the sugar, <laughs> cut the booze, eat nice whole foods, balanced meals, yeah. lots eat the rainbow. Now is the time to bloody do it. <laughs> yeah, and if there was ever a time where you're wanting to figure out what that looks like for you or, mm. or what that actually means, like now is the time to be reaching out to health professionals like us in this space. To, to get more information. And yeah. we ironically, you know, we have seen um, 
like you know some of our clients that have been moving around with consults and so forth which totally understand because it's a it's a bit of a weird space at the moment but i think now is is the time if you're a little bit unsure about where you're at as far as even just general healthy eating and what that looks like you really want to start getting that nailed so we're talking about as we always do like making sure you're eating a real 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 a real, a real, 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 <laughs> a real variety of whole foods lots of diversity of vegetables um, all your plant-based foods we're talking about that macronutrient balance as always if you're not sure what that is go and listen to the podcast that we have all about macronutrient balance <laughs> or come along to the workshop in a yeah, couple of if you're weeks in time yep. you're in brisbane and you're game to go outside no, <laughs> say that <laughs> but as carissa highlighted too it's really not the time probably to be drinking excessively to be eating a lot of fast processed food to be just lots you know, of sugar yeah. Overtraining, like yeah. all of those things at the moment. Like, yeah, you just really want to be doing, you know, just doing the best you can. Yeah. Like from a food point of view, like, and really focusing on it. <laughs> really. <laughs> so that's sort of like a given 101 to us, but I think it's important to, to highlight, highlight yeah. because there might be people, I think a lot of people listening to this podcast probably already eat yeah. well. Yeah. But I think it's something that, you know, maybe you say to a loved one or family member or, or whatever. It's just like, well, if you, it, as we always say, if you don't get that happening um, and, and really nailed day to day, then just trying to like throw a little bit of a vitamin mm. on top is not going to be anywhere near as an amazing insurance as the whole food, great diet every day is going to be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So then once we've got that in place, if we talk food more, um, there's certainly a plethora of different types of foods that we would like highlight that you want to be including more of regularly, daily if you can. Mm -hmm. well, where to start? We oh, haven't even dear. talked about this, no, but we we're don't. mostly just like spitting yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> brains yeah. are like, chung, 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 yeah, this. I know. I'm, I'm automatically going like just even like fresh, like not in excess, obviously, but like my top my top picks would be mm -hmm. like fresh fruit so anything that's just yeah. jam-packed with antioxidants like bright colors of course yeah all of those sorts of things because you know if you if you if you're eating a, a good diverse a, like array diverse array same sort of word probably mm -hmm. um of those foods like you're definitely going to be getting you know maximum nutrition mm -hmm. across your day so and seasonal ideally and seasonal, at the moment too um, eat like spray free if you can do yeah. it like just kind of think the less toxic shit that's going into yes. your body right now the better your body's going to be so yeah. again you know the less shit your body has to deal with should you encounter this virus or any sort of virus that's going around at the moment you know the, the better fighting chance your body's going to have mm -hmm. and then my next thing would be really starting to look at things from um a boosting the immune system point of view mm -hmm. i'd be getting into like homemade stocks and broths mm -hmm. like just organic chicken carcasses organic beef bones jam packing them with like garlics and gingers yeah. and chilies and antimicrobial herbs and letting those bones and carcasses slow cook and having you know those beautiful fats and co like collagen like jazz of gooey awesomeness that comes out of it <laughs> making myself hungry right here but you know all of those sorts of things like um getting you know really good anti-inflammatory fats into you so really upping you know like you your fish oils if you take them good quality mm -hmm. fish oils but also you know your oily fish so like your mackerel your sardines your salmon um mm -hmm. all those sure. all those sorts of things like just think anti-inflammatory immune boosting my so two favorite words. i want to highlight 
there's a, I think I'm going to try and refer and I'll put them in the show notes to some links to certain recipes. So the broths are freaking awesome. And they're, if you can make them from scratch, as we talked about before, bloody fantastic. If you can't, there are some products on the market that do a, a pretty damn good job. Um, on the website, there's the immune boosting soup, which actually, it's so bloody good. It's, it will walk you through how to do it from the broth at the start and then make it a chicken soup. Um, so something like that, that you can make up and have regularly, you don't have to have it like, this is probably something to differentiate between the picture of an everyday person to someone who's perhaps a bit more immune compromised or a little bit more run down. So You could make up a broth like that and you might just use it once or twice a week. But for someone who's a little bit more um, under the weather, naturally, that would be something we'd be encouraging them to do daily, yeah? Absolutely. Having like a a sort of cup of that. Um, The other thing just in that space of thinking about even that broth is all the mushrooms as well. Mm. So lots of beautiful, depending if you can get your hands on them, but the more medicinal white blood seal boosting mushrooms so like your shiitakes and your reishis and your anokis and you can get some of these in i think we again we've talked about this in our mushroom podcast but you can get the dried shiitakes at the supermarket you can often get some of the anokis and so forth in the supermarket using those if you can a couple of times a week um frying them up putting them in risottos salads so many different ways that you can do that the other thing that I think is like a huge one too is the herbs. So all of yes. our fresh herbs. So I would be encouraging people to use herbs as much as they can. Yeah. Um, and maybe think about making, as we often encourage our clients to do, like pestos and pastes um, that you can keep in the fridge and you can just add daily to meals. So yeah. whether it's your breakfast has a big dollop of pesto or your lunch or your dinner, yeah. those herbs are going to be so jam-packed with mm. antioxidants, but more so like your antivirals, your antibacterials, yeah. like really potent. So fresh herbs, but also dried herbs. So, yeah. you know, that might be getting into the dried herbs and like rubbing them into different proteins Um Again, I can like drop a thousand different links yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I think pestos are pestos are a great yes. way to go, definitely. And I just think even into your salads, like I'm a herb freak when yeah. it comes to everything that I make, but I like I think like at any given time, like I reckon I would have four herbs minimum in yes. in a meal. Yeah. Like I've always, I've always usually got coriander and mint if I'm mm-hmm. going more Asian style food. Mm-hmm. But then I've always got like yeah, parsley, oregano, dill, mm. um, you know, um, garlic chives, like and yes. then usually fresh chili, fresh garlic. Don't be afraid to use these kinds of things yeah. in salads. I think everyone kind of uses garlic for cooking. Like I will dice up a raw garlic clove and chuck it through That's a, good a salad. One to point out too. You know and. And all that sort of stuff. Fresh lemon is another yeah. one. Like yes, with the zest yeah. as well. Like making sure you use that whole lemon. Yeah. Like even in the in the cookbook, and I think there's also on the website. There's like a pesto where you just throw the whole yeah. lemon in and just blend it in. I know that. Like that outside layer. But you've just highlighted like that whole space of herbs and and different roots is just mm. so amazing. But I think some of the standouts like definitely oregano right like fresh oregano oh my god fresh oregano in a salad if you have not done it everyone uses dried oregano and i'm just like 
Put some fresh oregano in a salad. It is a freaking game changer yeah. in terms of flavor. It's like one of my favorite things to do. There's a salsa in the in in the cookbook that is like fresh oregano and mm. chunks of preserved lemon. Like it's Yum. all the things that we're talking about. It's so delish. Yeah. But yeah, the oregano and as you just said, like the the gingers and the garlics, but ideally in their fresh yeah. form where you're like crushing them fresh. The oils are releasing yeah. and you're getting those volatile oils straight away. Like, <coughs> and- these things that if you're doing them daily, yeah. like, and if you're geez. kind of like someone who's a bit like, oh, I feel like gar- like raw garlic in a in a salad or raw chili in a salad is a little bit much for me, and you kind of like I always just cook it, and you want that sort of intermediate space, make a dressing out of it. Like yeah. I do this awesome, um, it's like an Asian inspired dressing, and it's literally like apple cider vinegar, a bit of sesame oil, mm. bit of sweet chili, um, what else do I put? A bit of fish sauce raw garlic, raw ginger, raw mm-hmm. chili, and I just literally put it – I did it for that workshop, man. Put yeah, it, it was a, beautiful. A heap of fresh lime, put it into a uh, food processor and just blitz it, and right there you have a dressing that is mm-hmm. just uh, an antiviral freaking <laughs> machete. <Yeah. laughs> AK-40 fucking seven <laughs> dressing for a viral warfare going on inside your body. <laughs> So if you think about it, right, if you do, even just if you make yourself up one of those, like a really kick-ass dressing that yep. Chris has just chatted about. Kick-ass pesto. If you do a really good pesto and think like basil, great. But again, like get on the website, if you've got the book. Tarragon, oregano. In there if you don't have it, <laughs> why not? Like you, a good pesto, a really good dressing that you can be using daily. daily. Amazing. Um, straight away you've got a huge insurance there Mm -hmm. and then ideally if you've made a broth we've got three huge factors that you can be using there that across the board are massive anti-inflammatories antivirals antibacterials yeah i mean these are things we're using clinic a lot and customized from person to person but just for the everyday person as we're saying before like if it's just rotated a couple of times through the week in your diet and you generally already take care of yourself, but someone who's in that compromised space, yeah. I'll be hitting those up daily. Yeah. Like 100%. without question. hundred percent. And the other thing I would recommend, yeah. I know I keep bringing up that goddamn book, but yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> because it's because I keep plugging your book much, Jess. I know, right? Because <laughs> she realise she's doing this? <laughs> I don't even mean to be because that's where it is and it's not on the website. The immune tonic. (laughs) This wasn't the plan. (laughs) Immune tonic. I have been using that in in um, clinic forever. I've I I don't even know what it is, but I know any clients of yours that I've seen. They're like, oh, Jess has got me on her immune tonic, and I think it's similar to something I used to do because I used to. I think I've talked about this on an on an immune podcast that we did. But like what I used to do when I worked in hospitality and it was literally like fresh garlic, fresh ginger, a whole lemon and honey yeah. and a bit of cayenne pepper. And the chefs would just, if anytime anyone was sick yeah. in the kitchen, because obviously it's hospital and it's just a disease ridden environment <laughs> for sickness because you, you know, you just people coming in and out all the time. Anyway, we won't go into it. Hospital is great, but everyone gets sick. When one goes down, they all go down. Um, but yeah, the chefs just used to make a beer jug of this mm-hmm. concoction and just make all of us drink it. And yeah. it was like fresh garlic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Really, really similar. similar? Yeah. yeah, really similar. But the concept of something like that is, again, it ticks all of those boxes we're talking about. You can make it up as a tonic 
and you can do it every single day on top of the other things we've talked about. Yeah. And if you do, the great thing about those tonics is that if you do feel like something's getting its claws into you, you can hit them hard. Hit so them we hard. usually get people doing them at least morning and Apologize night. Apologise to your partner because you're probably going to fart like a tree <laughs> exactly. when you're having that much garlic in one hit, but it, it beats getting sick. But God, they work. Like I've, I've seen that work better than supplements Same. many times. Same. But like on, I just think there's other, there's so many other foods I'm sure we could mention. And you mentioned the essential fats mm. as well, but I really feel like those four different yeah. areas we've just pointed out, like if people are doing those yeah. particularly daily, yeah. like, oh my God, that is a supercharged immune it's, system. Yeah, it it absolutely, really is. It absolutely is. Another yeah. thing we probably like didn't even mention, but I know I, I know a lot of my clients are religious. I'm not so much because I think everyone when they do get sick or when they are building their immune system have their own rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine just, yeah, are slightly different. Like I use a tonic thing similar mm-hmm. to that. But I know a lot of people that just swear by like the proper – raw apple cider vinegar the yeah. minute they start feeling something yeah. come on they will just start like the hillbilly yes. one they will just shot that across yeah. the day for a couple of days and yeah. boom they just they swear they don't get sick by yeah. it that so, is great so you know I did like, that last time I was sick, sick. I was just swinging out of the bottle <laughs> yeah. but it's just yeah. so good and you, it yeah. feels like it just clears yeah. shit I love that so, so there's like yeah so there's all those little things that aren't gonna you don't have to go out and spend a hundred dollars yeah. on immune building supplement yeah. supplements just yet do you know what I mean yeah for sure um your zinc foods we've mentioned, um, you know, oh, I guess I get, the zinc's always a little hard with food because it's things like your oysters yeah. and your sardines. Damn, I've got to eat oysters. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Pumpkin seeds. Yeah. But, the, you know, Eggs. there's little swaps Eggs. that we would say too, um, like pumpkin seeds are high in zinc. If you're making a pesto and usually throwing pine nuts, why not use pumpkin I always seeds? chuck pumpkin seeds into yeah. my pesto. Yeah. So just little swaps yeah. like that can be really useful. Use really good quality oils. Like, yep. again, going back to what not to do with the crap food. Don't be yep. using cheap crap oils yeah. either. Yeah. Use, yeah. Use really good quality olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... I was just going to say, like, let's just do a quick, like, just while we're on food, before we get into just, like, the other sort of prep stuff people can be doing. Like, you get sick, what now? Yes. Because I think, like, everyone, just, like, I just made me think of it when we said, like, we've all got our own little rituals. But Mm -hmm. let's just say, like, a week from now I found out I had had the corona. Yep. What would I do? As As a nutritionist... Or just a general person. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, don't go out. Stay at home, which I'm sure is what this, you know they're going to advise us to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But like, I honestly like I would. I am not a stick like a, oh, I am a stickler for just not um, again then just eating and going for all those comfort carby yeah. foods. Yeah. You really need to back off from your digestive system when you do get sick and you pick up a virus. Um, and you really need to just give it soothing stuff and mm. as much nutrition as you can in an easy to digest form. And again, this is where it comes back to like, you know, your apple cider vinegars, your lemon juices, your yeah. herbs, your broths and all of that stuff. So I would say even if you wanted to like start, not even stockpiling like we're going in for bloody, you know, <laughs> What's that prepper. day? Pres- Doomsday prepper. prepper. That's what I was thinking of. Damien's been watching those. Oh, God. Oh my God. They're killing the American me. ones. Yes, oh, they're just so out them. of control, aren't they? Yeah, it's got him all oh, egged up. And he wants to build us a bunker. I was going to say, I bet he's going to build yeah. you a bunker. He's going to say it's a cellar, but I reckon yeah, it's going to actually yeah. be a bunker. <laughs> we'll survive on wine, Jess. We'll be fine. <laughs> wine and our love. Wine and love, babe. <laughs> 
weeks old. No, <laughs> just not with Hubbard. Um, <laughs> you can have him. Um, so what we'd be saying is, um, like, what I would be doing is, like, just have some things in your freezer and your fridges, like, ready to go. Like, mm. I always have, a, like, and not because I'm planning to get sick, but I just always have, you know, as a general rule, um, frozen chicken carcasses. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a, I'm like the girl interrupted, I swear. Um, but in my freezer. So, you know, if you know that you've got all, if you know you are, potentially exposed to the virus or you, you there's a chance you're going to get sick all those kind of things like have stuff ready to go like have yeah. some really nice broth concentrates in your fridge at home so yeah. some of the um Jevity rx thanks sham for telling me how to say that properly oh, that <laughs> you say it? <laughs> she actually sent me a, a voice thing oh, like that's that's so idea. funny she's like open up my instagram she's like mate Jevity rx like longevity rx oh, like thanks mate <laughs> I was like, I'm such a spaz. Anyway, so some of, you know, those all the best of the bone broth concentrate. Yep. So if you can't get out to the shops and stock up on things like your garlics and gingers, you've got broths there ready yep. to go. But I would have things, staples that don't go off easily, things like garlic and uh, chili and ginger mm-hmm. and some veggies and these broth concentrates and some organic carcasses or get some organic marrow bones. Have all that shit mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. So if you need to lock yourself up in your home, you can at least make some really good quality you know, nourishing, uh-huh. immune-boosting stuff, lock yourself away and live on that shit for at least a week. <laughs> it's actually, it's really valid point too because when you do get sick, like your energy goes down, your appetite drops, drops, and usually you're not that interested in food and all you really want is just simple foods and yeah. start craving just like plain toast and yeah. so forth. So having having this stuff there ready to go and easy to digest options like some soups and broths and yeah. maybe even thinking about some base ingredients for smoothies can be really good, like yeah. getting in all the rich different types of fruit that Chris was mentioning and your berries and, and bits and bobs. Like having that there to go is going to be really beneficial. But you're right, like, yeah, if if like a week from now we both came down yeah. with being sick. This is what but, I would be doing. Yeah, but, and the other thing besides those foods that we would be having, we probably wouldn't be eating anywhere near as much as we would on a daily basis. <laughs> Which is a lot. Because we're just going to be like lying on the couch watching Netflix. Netflix yeah. You know, we're going to be probably, you know, having some broths and some soups. And the other thing I love too in that space, depending on how you feel, is even just a um, like a porridge, like just a yeah. really like really well-cooked grain, whatever that grain might be. Yeah, that would you couldn't do porridge? No, oh, I'm I could. Like with right. lots of honey, like lots of yeah, raw. I can maybe do the honey, but I, I always crave honey everyone's when so I'm di- sick. Yeah, yeah. everyone's so different, hey. I could probably do the honey. I don't think I could do the porridge. No. But maybe I could. Maybe I'll try it next time I'm sick. Yeah. Well, come like on, the porridge. Like... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I would do, like, I could do porridge with some, like, stewed apple on top. Oh, and, like, nah, you lost nah, me. And nah. some... <laughs> lost it lost me I like things so when I'm sick I'm the total opposite I go for like chili anything that's yeah. I just kind of like I feel like I warm my whole system up and become like this little incubator and just sweat it out <laughs> <laughs> I'm like chili ginger in shit ton amounts yeah. oh, God. and I would definitely yeah the tonic situation as well but I um I think the other thing that's hard sometimes is when you're sick, really sick, you just don't want to prep anything. So maybe so like, having that pre-prep stuff's actually, yeah. you know, in, in all in all honesty, if we know that it's that time of the year and like this is this 
the high likelihood that we're going to get this mm. at some point, it might be beneficial just yeah. to do a little bit of that so, sort of stockpiling of some foodie things. Yeah, and even maybe beyond stockpiling for all the Corona Doomsday preppers, like that's what I'm going to call it now, just start slow cooking broths and yeah. freeze them and start yeah. slow cooking stews. Like if you know that, you know, you say you've got a whole family uh -huh. and you're, you're a mum listening to this or a dad listening to this and you're just like, look, that's all well and good in theory, girls, but you know, you just live on your own or with mm. your husband. And mm. when I my family goes down, I'm not just lying on the, lying on the couch watching yeah. Netflix, sipping on broth like <laughs> the <laughs> queen, really like us two queens over here. <laughs> so for all of you guys that are probably like, that's you great. Got to still keep going. You've got to still keep mm. going because you're the mum and all the dad, and you're mm. holding the family together, and you've got sick kids, and you're wiping noses, and all of that kind of stuff, and you're all in quarantine together at home. Um, you know, in the little in the doomsday bomb, bomb shelter that Damien's going to build for everyone. No, <laughs> just running with this now. Um, I think probably now because and let's just be honest, we've got a couple of months ahead of us of this virus yet. Like I, I honestly think like it's definitely a few months, maybe three or four before we actually see it die down. It's going to peak yet. Um, start doing all that stuff now. Like mm -hmm. stock your freezers up with frozen stews and curries mm -hmm. and broths and stocks and all that stuff. So, you know, all you literally have to do is dump something into a saucepan and heat it up. It's like what we do with pregnancy with our pregnancy yeah, clients yeah. and the baby's yeah. coming and they're just like, okay, just get prepped. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to incite like a chicken cart. <laughs> chicken <laughs> bone. <laughs> Carcass yeah. sell out like yeah. the toilet paper. Yeah. There'll be no chicken. I don't think chickens. we have that much pool. No, <laughs> People are going to butchers saying yeah. there's no chicken carcass. Like, sorry, they're all gone. <laughs> Uh, it's probably true we'll go in there there's no chickens and we'll always be like people really listen to us <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> um, and the other thing I think talking about that space of being sick which moves into some of these other factors is movement and exercise and if you are coming down with something or you are sick then it's not the time to be pushing your body. You do want to rest. And 100%. again, it might not be easy for everyone if you've got kids and so forth, but it's certainly not the time to be like working out and making sure you're still getting your workouts in. Like it might sound like logical, but a lot of people do find people, it hard yeah. just to stop. And, and look, you want to let your body just put all of its energy into your immune system and dealing with a virus. It doesn't want to be having to deal with like the stress of exercise because exercise is a stressor. Yeah, it absolutely is. So yeah, I think that's a I think that's a big one that mm -hmm. I know. Like every winter, I have to have that chat with a lot of my clients. Yeah. It's like if you are sick and ourselves, let's and be ourselves, honest. yeah, and ourselves. <laughs> true, true that, true that. But like if you are sick or you feel like you're getting sick, don't go out and just keep flogging yourself to mm -hmm. death. Be like, right, okay. And whether it's coronavirus or it's just a flu or a head cold, this just applies across the board. Mm. Like, just stop. You still go out, get out in the sunshine early in the morning, go for a walk, get mm -hmm. moving because moving is great for detoxification and the body will be trying to do that under an, under an immune assault. Don't get me wrong, but you're not doing your HIIT training. You're not doing yeah. your F45. You're not going out for a 5 to 10K run. Mm -hmm. Like, just get out and move for half an hour a day if you can. Not while you're in the thick of it. Stay at home, Netflix, broth. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the thick of it, walking, 30 minutes sunshine. Yeah, yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the supplement space? Supplement space. What do we do? Okay, I'm just going to plug one supplement right up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it's going to be? I think so. I feel like we've got two. You've got a different uh, favourite to my favourite. Yeah, so mine's Armour Force. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, what are you going to say? Mine's Ethical Nutrients Immune, immune Defence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them both. Yeah. I think I'm just on Armour Force. I did a stint of Armour Force when I got sick like a couple of months mm. 
mm. though. So I just. But yeah, they're both bloody good products. And the shelves and they're awesome. retail. And they're yeah. retail, guys. Watch so the shelves empty. Watch the shelves empty. But if you want to hand down. Now. <laughs> JCN Clinic in size. <laughs> Sell out of supplements. <laughs> but like, if you want, if you just, the lay day person listening to this who is, you know, like I just want to take something that's good for my immune mm. system just as a preventative, but you don't know what to do, go and grab one of those products. So Biosuticals, Armorforce, obviously just check with the pharmacist. There's no contraindications mm-hmm. with any medication that you may be taking or may not be taking. But nine times out of ten, these are over the counter products that are safe to take mm-hmm. by most people. They both contain, um, the both is Angiographis? Angiographis. Angiographis. So a really good immune um, boosting and modulating herb. They've both got vitamin C. They've both got zinc. They've both got vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Armour Force has got echinacea. Yeah, I don't think immune, immune defense, defense has echinacea. It's got another herb that I can't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just know that like it yeah. works a bloody treat. Yeah. Like, it's been one of my favorites for years. Honestly. And it works... I think both are similar in that if it's maintenance or you're just sort of taking one a day for insurance, it yeah. works well. But I found the immune defense works very well too if you actually have a virus hitting you yeah, and you can it. really high dose it. Yeah. It's, it just works so well. And yeah. I think it's a shame we don't have Paige here to get her brain with the herbal side. But the the way these herbs work, they can work really well from an acute point of view yeah. um, for really getting in and, and dealing with the virus. So, yeah. you know, you've kind of got some of the ingredients, particularly nutritionally, they're good for boosting your white blood cells overall. But then you've got these really strong, strong like um, acute herbs. herbs that deal with the virus. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome um, yeah. options for the everyday person. And potentially, you know, I guess for what we were talking about before with more people who are um, yeah. immune compromised. But I think, again, umbrella term, it depends on where that spectrum sits for you. So if you're a if you're a, a gut person, that's mm. going to look a lot more different. That's yeah. where I would be saying it's probably a good idea to reach out to your health professional. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you don't have someone, like, just, you know, find that person, whether it's us or someone else. Like, I think that's the time now to go, right, well, um, and I know whether you're probably the same as me, I think we said we've had some clients reach out already. Yeah. saying, you know, just what should I do? How should I take? I need to be? Yeah, yeah, or what should I take? And that, for people who are in that space, it's probably going to look slightly different, whether mm-hmm. it's like we're doing – more of a boost um, on maybe their gut immunity. It might be certain types of probiotics. I and mean, you can you can go to the retail space and pick up, um, like, again, I guess, ethical nutrients yeah, life space. You, they have some, like, pretty standard immune the, yeah. um, probiotics, don't they, as far as they're kind of targeting those right species. Let's just but talk about over-the-counter probiotics while we're in that space, <laughs> shall we? I'm just saying. <laughs> Sitting here twirling my tea bag, just like if you want to go and buy over-the-counter probiotics, please do not buy shit ones. Don't yeah. waste your money. The only brands, and usually we don't even plug brands, but we're just going to do it because you know it, it's probably a time and a place to do it. Yeah. Ethical nutrients, fine. Biosuticals, fine. Yeah. Life space, crazy high. A lot of people react, but still pretty good. Yeah. I don't really recommend more than that from no. over-the-counter. Yeah. And if you honestly want my pick of the bunch, I'll probably go the biosuticals ones. But yeah. I'm just a biosuticals. Poor. No, <laughs> I do just think they, you know, in terms yeah. of gut health and probiotics, they're really up there. Yeah, I'm, um, the, I'm the same. I'll probably be more biased. Yeah, biocidicals, ethical, ethical nutrients in the same. But same. It, it depends on what you're wanting. And that's where we can be helpful. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. if 
people need more guidance, it is worth reaching out because there's there's a lot out there. And yeah. for instance, Biocuticals does their Lactoferrin SV, which is an amazing product, but we'd probably recommend that for some people over, over others. others. And then there yeah. might be some within that retail space that have got a high dose of the uh, Lactobacillus rhamnosus and yeah. so forth. So, you know, that might not mean a lot to you guys listening, but it means a hell of a lot to us. Yeah. <laughs> and also as far as um, the potency and um, the validity of the strain, if for lack of a better word. So, yeah. you know, that's, it, it, is, it is to get back to what I was talking about, like if you've got different things going on with your system, um, that's going to look different to what we would probably recommend yeah. you take besides yeah. that sort of umbrella, like general immune booster. Yeah. There is... The, when we're just briefly talking before, there's like your vitamin D's and your zincs and your vitamin C's yep. that you can take additionally. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on how long you're playing around with those two, though, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. vitamin D is pretty safe, but like you don't want to be going, yeah. oh, coronavirus is potentially going to come and get me. I'm going to put myself on high dose, high dose zinc, zinc for the next three my, to four yeah, months. Exactly like, right. You, you, again, like these things are natural supplements, but it's probably best if you're a little unsure and you want to kind of make sure you're doing the best you can because you are more in that immune space that we're talking about to get some guidance. Can I just say on that note as well, like I think it is there as well as being very aware of your health status, be aware of like your, you know, your pathology status as well. Like yes. I'm not trying to say now is the time to run out everyone <laughs> and get blood tests from your GP, but the things that, you know, like are very important for immune system function is your zinc levels, your vitamin D, um, vitamin C, which no one's really ever deficient in, um, but like, you know, yeah. so obviously your iron B12, iron and B12. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, don't rush out straight away, but like if you, if you, haven't had blood tests done in the last sort of, you know, six to 12 months and you mm. are someone who is concerned about how you're going to fare from from an immune perspective should you encounter this virus, probably a good idea to know, you're, you know, just from a pathology point of view where yeah. you sit. Like, do you need to top your B12 up? Do you need to top your iron up? Do mm. you need to top your vitamin D up? And, you know, and, and with that pathology, have a chat with a healthcare practitioner um, maybe not your GP, depending on the type of relationship you have with mm. your GP, because sometimes GP's parameters are a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll kind of look at, you know, and we've spoken about this before, but things like B12 and iron and vitamin D, and to us they might be, you know, low normal mm -hmm. or, you know, suboptimal, and, and your GP might tell you you're okay. So we really like, you know, coming into a time where we potentially are going into immune warfare <laughs> and we're all going to all going to get into our bunkers like you know you just really want to make sure your immune system has everything it needs to function optimally should you encounter this yeah. virus yeah so true vitamin and d is a bloody huge one yeah and it's also a reason why when we're talking supplements we're not sort of umbrellaing things like iron and b12 into it because they're so important if you're deficient but, but if these you're not, things you don't want to be taking if you're not so yeah. you, you really need to know well, i bloody don't need iron and b12 do i no, no. exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it is it is one of those things that it's bet you, you do need to know if you're needing to look a little bit more closely or if you've got as you said a history of it in the yeah. past yeah so yeah. I think that's probably the main supplements as like an overarching. Yeah. But yeah, the other thing I definitely wanted to highlight, like yeah, if you're a gut person or if you're a chronic fatigue person, autoimmune person, autoimmune person it's all going to look a little bit different in how we yeah. would approach that. And it's not really the space to be sort of outlining 
xyz supplements there yeah. too because it depends on you it's yeah, just yeah I think, come I and just, get some help and some guidance it's the best time to do it again yeah exactly and i i think too like not that we're saying everyone has to come and see us but a lot of healthcare practitioners like whether you come and see us or you're seeing you know someone else in you know the holistic preventative healthcare space most of us do skype consults so you don't you know i think yeah. you know i think that's a, a big thing to point out like you don't have to come into the main capital cities and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like if you are like sitting there shit, like, okay, I've got an autoimmune condition. I'm living out in the sticks. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am worried about this virus, you know, but I don't want to come all the way into the city because I'm going to be much more at risk of picking yeah. the virus up. Hit us up or hit up whoever you do yeah, follow on Instagram exactly. that has a, tr- you know, really good, you know, nutritional and immunotropathy account and just say like, I want to just have a chat to you about my health yeah. and what I can do from where I am in my space. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think everyone's, you know, going to be, pretty down with that so, so. true or for me if you're just worried about your family and you just want to just do a bit of a basic overhaul like if we're yeah. a lot of this stuff has resonated with you and you're like oh my god i just i'd really love to just pick pick their brain for yeah, like an a, hour yeah. like it might just be that you need to spend an hour talking to whether it's us or as chris said someone else ideally us yeah ideally us <laughs> ideally. but you know we can't we can't see everyone in australia <laughs> as much as we'd like to um uh, it just might just be that you need that time just to go through everything for you yeah, and we just, can help you put together a bit of a strategy yeah. around the food and what works best around your lifestyle and talk yeah. a bit more thoroughly about if you need supplements or if you do need to get anything tested, what you might need to look at from a referral basis. So yeah. we can go through all of that with you. Yeah, and I think it's a big one for families as well because I think you yeah. know, it can be a very overwhelming space. But if you yeah. are a parent listening to this, you're just like, look, I think overall we're doing okay as a family, mm. but I am a bit bloody stressed about this virus yeah. and what I could be doing more. And you're just like, I've just got – I've got – Eight to ten questions. I would just love to bounce off yeah. the nutritionist, and um, you know, just do that. Like, hit us up. We can yeah. we can answer all that kind of stuff through consultations and stuff as well, and just give you some mm-hmm. really good guidance moving forward. Yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, you're giving your family the best fighting chance that you, you can. Love it. Love it. How long did we do? We said we we're going to take twenty minutes. Forty three. <laughs> <laughs> Short podcast. Well done, girls. <laughs> so we will put lots of links in the show notes. I'll make sure I'll put the recipes in there. It's bloody raining again. It's bloody I raining. brought the rain with me. You did. Um, Thank you for that. The recipes will be in there. Um, I might even pop. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, people. I think I might pop some um, links in for some of the supplements we've talked about. Might be handy. Not hmm. all of them, but some of the main ones, and even for the. Um, Jevity Jevity RX. Jevity RX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jevity RX, you're getting a good plug here. Yeah, I know, right? Well, as soon as <laughs> they best in the bone as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I hope we've covered everything that you guys wanted to know. Yeah. If we haven't, you know, you can just, contact yeah. us. But I think the biggest thing is, guys, like, just try not to stress. Like, it's, I think, like what I said at the start, like, it's here. The virus yeah. is here. There's nothing we can do about it. Leave all the stressing of containment and all of that up to the guys up not the guys upstairs, but, you know, the people that are, that's their job to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be smart, wash your hands, yeah. um, you know, don't go out to places if you know you don't have to, that there has been, you know, viral contamination, is that the right word? <laughs> but just like, just just be smart, look yeah. after yourself, be aware of your own health. And that's mm-hmm. honestly all we can do. And buy the chickens. And buy, the, <laughs> buy all of the organic chickens. In- <laughs> all of them are vegan, all of them will be like, what are we meant to do? <laughs> <laughs> Tofu and garlic. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, like just, yeah, just, I think, yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is we, there's, it's out of our control at the yeah. moment. So 
That's not the nice note <laughs> to leave it on. I felt like your last surmise oh, really? was a lot more I feel like out of our control in a bad, like not in a bad way, but it's just like, you know, there's not much we can do about it. So eat well, look after yourself, top everything up and do what we say, you'll be fine. Yeah, do what we say and hopefully Damien builds us all a wine bunker. <laughs> Or go out in a cloud of drunken red wine. Not a bad way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And as always, if you if you have any feedback, let us know. <laughs> Hopefully nothing negative on this one. Um, and we love it when you subscribe. I keep meaning to say that at the start of this podcast in case you've just gone and hung up now. Yeah. But please subscribe because it does help push us up further so other people know about this podcast. And it's growing more and more, which is fantastic. But we love um, gathering new listeners um, and bringing them into the tribe. Bring you in. Bring you into (laughs) our bunker. (laughs) But have a great weekend um, ahead. We're dropping – we're recording this on a – what's today? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. We'll probably drop this Friday so you've got it for the weekend. Um, And we will chat to you again soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.